Come in. Come on. Hi, gay boys. Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. I'm Hungies. Grace Carr. No, I hate that meme. Nick Kelly. Fascinating content. Project You, the podcast. Sports is in a perilous time in Australia right now. Ah, oh, isn't it just? A great, great opener amidst the news that Usain Bolt may oh. sign to the Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> so for those overseas, we live in a place called the Central Coast. Or, Nothing or ever happens. Nothing here. happens. Nothing ever happens. And all of a sudden, Usain Bolt is apparently about to sign to our local soccer team. Why are you saying Usain? Is that Usain. Isn't it Hus- Us- Usain? It's not Usain. There's like, no you know? Start of it. You know. I don't. Not, not sure. I'm not, not going to get into the semantics Uno. of U- of Usain Bolt's name. It's not Usain Bolt. Usain. Usain. O-O-S-A-I-N. Usain what? Um, hello, welcome to a, a so podcast sorry. about music. I promise this episode is going to be better than that. Beginning. Yeah, it will be. Because we've got um, heaps of albums to get through. There's Years and Years' album. There's the Amy Shark album. There's the Young Blood album. Far too many. Um, plus, BB's about to have a hit. There's new music from Jess Kent, Kinder, and Mo with Diplo and Sigurd and Alessia Cara. So many. Let's just get into it, guys. Should we just get into the bloody thing? Oh, let's just go for it. Twitter decides. This is where you decide the first song of the podcast with a poll we put up the day of the recording of the podcast, which is most usually a Tuesday at ProjectU.TV. What do we put up today, Nathan? Today it was Ariana Grande's new single, God is a Woman, versus Benny Blanco's debut as an artist with Khalid and Halsey called who, East Who Sign. was successful in this? With nearly three quarters of the vote. It just obviously goes to Ariana. You, you love oh, really nice. No, I didn't realise that this was um, a, a, the second official single. This thank is actually the follow-up to No Tears Left to Cry. Thank God. <laughs> so what were the others? Just fun fun little drops? Well, it was only The Light Is Coming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But she did a bunch of other features. Wasn't Bed? Was Bed yeah. her or was Bed Nikki? Bed was Three Nikki. Three songs came out that week. Yeah. One Nikki, one her, one Troy. That's right. <laughs> what a hit. It's just so good. So it's Max, it's Ilya, the usual crew, and Seven, isn't it? Yeah. Proving that they can do something different and that Pharrell was never needed. No, Pharrell can go stay home. put his hat back on and stay home. <laughs> I love this song. It's got a touch of the dangerous woman's to it. It's yeah. really, 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 really dangerous woman. I want one dangerous woman per album. But now I want no one no tears left to cry per album mm. as well. Um, and then one I want one. And one popular song by Mika Feet Her. Mm. Yes. Call out post to theinterns.net for ranking that her 20th best single. Oh. Excuse me. Mm. Anything with Mika just bumps it right up to at least top 10. Exactly. Kind of gets a bit epic in this. Verse. Yeah, I was going to say the first time I listened to it, I was listening to this and I was like, yeah, this is cool, this is cool. But then. At the end, when all those crowd vocals come in, that's when I started like streaming tears of happiness and just enjoying it. It's just so good. Um, 
At first, I was like, oh, it doesn't really like have a hook. Like, it doesn't. It's not like no tears left to cry. It's not as poppy. But it was then stuck in my head for the next few mm. days. And yeah. I was just like, how does how do they do this? Do you believe God is a woman? That's like constantly stuck in my head now. Yeah. The yeah, own, my it's only true, but it is. qualm with the music video. I love the music video. I don't understand the screaming gopher. No, I don't either. I haven't watched it. Waiting. What? Are you saying? What the Guys, fuck is wrong with you? It was my birthday last week. I haven't observed any pop culture. It's the greatest video released in like the past few years. Have they seen Joseph Salvat's Open Season? It's better than Open Season. It's better than Open Season, the movie. I'll believe it when I see it. Well done, Ariana. Winning your Twitter Decides poll. And hopefully countless Grammys. (laughs) I just Googled screaming gopher. Why? And um, there's just a lot of things. It's like video shows go for scream just like a woman. Project U, the podcast. What's up with what time? Just getting straight into it this week. No, no build up. No build up. I mean, do you want some build up? Yeah, you want build up, don't you? Guys, it's time for an early and very special edition of What's Up With What? Where we tell you what our favourite producer you've never heard of is up to. And this week he's been up to uh, co-writing and co-producing Eastside, Benny Blanco's song with Halsey and Khalid. This is my favourite song of the week. When I was young, it's so good. So it's co-written. Give me, give me the rundown of the credits because it's Ed Sheeran first and foremost, or not foremost, but I know a lot of in credits. Thirty-three old women's minds. But it's difficult for me to memorise the credits of a song that came out days ago. <laughs> That's a specialty. That's what our friends would do for. All right, let me see if I can name all the credits. It's Benny Halsey, Khalid. What? I don't know if there's anyone else. Ed. Oh, yeah, Ed. I think that, that has to be it. No, there's a couple more. I think... Is Lewis Bell involved? I don't think so. We can do anything if you put a mind to it. Take your whole life, then you put a line to it. My love is yours if you're willing to take it. Give me a heart to set up on a bridge. I was so... Oh, Cashmere Cat. That's right. Who also produced it? What were you saying, Grace? I was saying, I was so bored with Khalid when Young, Dumb and Broke came out, but every song since then, I've been like, this is really good. He's enjoyable. Yeah, um, I love the that production on that chorus, which is so loud and like yeah. a bit distorted, and it's like, yeah, this is the debut single from a producer. Listen to him producing. You're gonna hear a beat, and I love it. So he produces this song. He doesn't um, sing or anything on it. No, he's a writer. He's one of the most prolific writers of the last, like, 15 years. Yeah. So the difference uh, is he's just branded this as his song. Yes. Okay. I don't know what the deal is with that, but... Um, there's going to be... He reckons he's got a series of songs coming in the very near future that are him and that he just feels like putting out now. With his, he's made him with his friends, which I like. It's not like Stargate jumping out of the waterfall. Um, I love the character. Oh, what I really, really enjoy about this song is how clear the writing is 
a lot of the writing in the verses especially are very much Ed Sheeran style. Yes. Like, very quick little verses. And I love that like choker-wearing teens who listen to Halsey and Khalid are going to be singing along to these Ed Sheeran verses <laughs> without knowing it. I love it. It's the beauty of co-writing. And I'm really enjoying this return from Benny Blanco to the production that made me first love him. Because like he's very versatile, um, has worked on a lot of the Ed Sheeran songs, like my favourite Ed Sheeran song, Castle on the Hill. Yeah. Mm. Um, but he's also done things like Justin's Love Yourself and uh, like Ed Sheeran's Ballads. He also worked with Vance Joy. Yeah, that's right. They did Fire in the Flood together. Like, he can do anything. And I'm glad he's come back to this, like, really brash pop that I love from him, like, Fuck You Better, like, by Neon Hitch. Did he do that? Of course he did. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> oh, he's going to be... I'm very happy with him now. At projectu.tv Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. The Years and Years album came out since we last podcasted. It sure did, didn't it? People really like it. Yeah. The gays love it. Full of bops. Is this one, honey? Is this a problem? So this one's called Karma, which is one of my favourites. I will say up front, I'm a little... I'm, I, don't, I don't love this album. What? Um, <laughs> Are you joking? I don't love it. Are you joking? It's A lot of it is very kind of indistinguishable and not produced to a standard that I what are you like. What about? I, um, I just feel like communion, was it communion? It was so yeah. good. And I just wanted that again, I think. I think I got better than communion. Oh, God, no. Oh. I do like this, though. Yeah, so I like this one called Karma, um, but a lot of them just don't really stick in my head. Rendezvous is fine. Um, if you're over me, all for you, also. I don't count. Brilliant song. When I'm talking about an album that comes out, I don't talk about the singles. The like, already released ones. Obviously, yeah. I love those songs. That's well documented. And you were Team Sanctify before any of us were Team Sanctify. I liked Sanctify, but yeah. I. It still was not up to the quality that I expect. Um, people, the gays really seem to like Hallelujah. Sounds like Amyl Nitrite. Well, the song is about um, gay clubbing. Oh, um, oh there you go. He's, I listened to an interview with him yesterday, and his excla- explanation of this song is very, very similar to um, Troy's explanation of Seventeen. Excellent. That he's been talking about in interviews. Uh, but the writers on this track, oh, this is a good list. Um, Ollie, Greg Kirsten, Julia Michaels, and Justin Tranter. Oh! Here we go. Oh, this is good. Those harmonies. Adore this. Also, that beat. Like, it's just four to the four. It's really good. I think this has to be my favourite of uh, the album tracks. I also like the other Greg Kirsten one that sounds really 80s, but I can never remember what that one sounds I know we said this last time, but the fact he managed to get a couple of Greg Kirsten sessions is like, well done, Ollie. They they seem to have, the label seems to have made an effort. Mm. 
Um, and I watched the uh, Palo Santo short film. Oh, and it's okay. really weird and cool. And I was still a bit like, why this? <laughs> Well done, Huns. From Love years and years. And well done, Ollie Alexander's Paper Magazine spread. I'll. Oh my god, it's so good. Really? I'll still go and see them live when they come. Oh, but, yeah. But you know how I purchase physical albums? Yeah. I'm not buying this one because they haven't released the deluxe. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just the standard edition. Can you order it online from overseas retailers? I don't know. I have had to do that before. We'll look into that. (laughs) Chart watch. All right. The charts. They've got songs on them. They sure do. And this week, the number one sales and streaming song is a song that doesn't exist. Hmm. Have you, has anyone ever heard it? No. I, I can't say I, I haven't. <laughs> even as, a, as technically what some would call an expert of the music industry. I, I wouldn't I listened, an I listened no, to this song yesterday and I still haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably played this on the radio while I've been on air and we, I haven't heard it. So anyway, it's apparently called In My Feelings and it's apparently by Drake and we're all about to hear it for the first time, including you, the listener. Um, so enjoy. Risha, do you love me? Are you writing? Say you never ever leave. Okay. <laughs> it's just, you know, Drake making noises over one of those beats again. I don't really. I'm, I'm just like, huh? Oh. Drake sampling someone again. Whoever's in charge of the simulation this week decided they liked this song, so alright. Flop! Flop. You're going as far as flop, are you? Is it because Spotify put it in lots of playlists? I don't know. It's completely indistinguishable. I keep using that word this episode, but it's just keep happening. So bored of the Drake saturation. But good news for the top 30 of our charts right now. Cardi's funnest song is in the top 30. Didn't she just have a baby? Yeah, she's had a baby. Um, On the same day as my birthday, July 10. And it's called... Culture. Culture. Culture, like culture something club. B. Um, no. Cool. But this is significant Cephas, because Cardi B has had some trouble breaking through as a, a chart thing in Australia. Like, dominating in the US, uh, but in Australia it hasn't really been happening, but it seems to be happening now. Yeah. And this is going really well based off, like, no radio play. Like, not much radio is playing her except for Nights Radio. Yeah. Mm. Um, she doesn't really command much radio play, which is very depressing. So, well done, Ms. B. Um, another song that's about to hit the top 20 at the moment, t- Twen. And I don't know if you guys will like it, but I like it. It's a cute little horn song from the Hilltop Hoods. Oh, you're going back to your Aussie hip-hop roots, are you, Nick? Yeah, going back to the root. It's got a really nice chorus. And then, then it gets into a weird little bit like this. Bit of fun. And then this song's like been top two in the UK for the last month. George Ezra's Shotgun in the top 30. I got a lot of Instagram ads for this. It finally starting to work in Australia and it's it's brilliant. It's a really, really good song. Really cute video. Shot watch. So there you go. That's what's going on in the charts at the moment. 
Thanks. And this as well. Um, it's so weird. They try so hard with Tinashe. Uh, tried to push Flame. They try to push other songs so hard. And they do nothing. She just randomly puts out this song called Like I Used To. And it's now <laughs> it's the top 40. <laughs> Go Han. Um, I'm just like, what? Um, this song's not bad. It's kind of good. I've accepted that Tinashe is not going to be the pop star that I want her to be. Uh, but this song's good. Bibi's just spent a week in Australia flogging I'm a mess. And, and it's she's paying her dividends. Doing an exclusive concert in Geelong. But that's right. She was doing that. Now a huge Tonight, top, I think. A huge top 50. <laughs> More time, babes. Uh, just sitting below... A song that I think I need to talk about every week now and it's chart endurance. Sean Mendes has nothing holding me back. <laughs> Still at number 46 on the Australian iTunes oh, chart. Beautiful. Never left. Beautiful work, Molly Bob. Bisexual icon. Who? Bibi. Oh, okay. Um, and this is already top 100 and deservedly so. Annalise. One hand on my shoulder. Get a little bit closer. So, it's... It's like the week of the double single, I think. Galantis put out two songs, the best one being Satisfied featuring Max, who I talk about a lot on here, was in Boys last episode. Max Hell's Kitchen. Did Max do that one where it swears quite aggressively in the chorus? Is that the same Max? Um, When it all stops and goes, fuck that. Yes. Yeah. Good song. Basement Party. This is a bit of fun. Here we go. Love that bit. That keep me satisfied bit. Oh, you can't not like a Galantis song though. I do, I do love Galantis. Has a song ever been more Galantis? Oh yeah, peanut butter jelly was very Galantis. Yeah, I'd say that's up there for him. It's one of the most Galantis, Galantis moments. This actually reminds me a bit of the Knox as well. Like, just the, the funk elements in it and the way that kick hits. It's good. I just, I'll take anything at this point. For God's sake, let Max break through. <laughs> we almost had it with Lights Down Low. So good. Almost had it. I've never seen a single pushed as hard as I saw Lights Down Low pushed. <laughs> Maybe Samantha Jade shake that feet pitbull, though. No, worse than oh, that. Speaking which is now of, being reflogged. Oh, yeah, have you spoken to I, Samantha Jade recently? I interviewed her this morning, yeah. Excellent. How was that? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was she exactly what I expected? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I told her I loved sweet talk, and she was like, oh, my God, do you? <laughs> I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> She's so, I like, she'd never artists, heard it before. <laughs> I love when artists say things like that. It's like when I perpetually pushed Rodeo by Bonnie Anderson, oh, Bonnie despite Anderson. them pulling it from the shelves. <laughs> I remember sitting in a room with her going, so Rodeo, and her publicist went... <laughs> 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 ah, good fun. Project U, the podcast. So, Kinder, who are one of the coolest things you can see at an Australian festival. They're very cool. They're two sisters. Can I have a bite? We kind of, no one really knew they could sing. Everyone thought they were just, you know, they were DJs and they're kind of moving into the producing area. But no one knew they could actually do vocals as well. And they've done this really cute first single called What You're Like. 
And it kind of feels like what they do live, which is like a bit of that sort of harder dance and a bit of that, you know, future bass. For me, it really feels like um, the delivery of Mallrat meets like a big Diplo production. Yeah. Yeah. Good analysis. Word for pitchfork. It's cool because they haven't, like, you know, attempted to get some big name fucking co write for their first one. They've just made it with a mate of theirs and. It's cute. I like it. What's your like from Kinder? Watch out for it. It's going to be... And they're from the Central Coast, aren't they? They are Sunny Coast gals. Maitland gals, to be particular. That's not the Central Coast. Sort of is. Go off. Sort of lower Lake Macquarie. Hunter. Valley. This is Mo. This is Diplo. This is sun in our eyes. I feel the sunlight on my head. So, um, a Mo album is coming. Did you ever see that coming? Nope. She just, in my mind, exists as an artist who uh, is outside of the usual release pattern of usual artists. She just, like, pops up places and starts yelling, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) Doing her thing. Um, Still one of my favourite Coachella um, performers, actually. Oh, did you go to Coachella? I went to Coachella earlier in the Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. nice. It's a bop. Um, I don't understand this coming from her and Diplo. Like, for one, I do not understand why Diplo has a uh, credit on this as an artist. Exactly. There's, there's nothing him about it. Just let Mo have a solo single to push her album. Thanks. But, like, I was just listening to this thinking... I'm just thinking about who I would prefer to sing this. <laughs> like, I was thinking, this would be a good Lily Allen song. Oh, yeah! But, but although Lily Allen couldn't do that belt just then. No, she would do it, do the vocal very differently. But I think it's a good one. Hello, I'm Lily Allen. Um, but London. I, I like it. I can hear this being very successful in the, uh, the sync world. Oh, yeah? Get it on Bloody Sunrise. Could also get, get radio. It's, it's good. It's solid. Cute work, I Mo. really like well this. Done. Yeah. Project U, the podcast. Jess Kent's back. She's got like the biggest year ahead of her. Um, this is one of two singles she put out. Again, we mm. get the double single. Double single. Bass bumps. So basically, she's become best friends with Justin Tranter. Really? Yeah. That does kind of make me like her. <laughs> I liked her already. Her song Get Down was such a slapper. I had Get really forgotten good. about her. Great song. So there's this one and then there's another one with it Wes Periods on, who's oh, like wow. become one of my favourite rappers. So this like one late. is co-written by Tranta and produced by Nick Monson, who um, has production credits on Good For You by Selena Gomez. Uh, and a song that you may have heard called The Cure by Lady Gaga. Well, you got me there. Uh, I think this song's completely fine. I really like the piano part in the background. Uh, As a comeback from an artist who disappeared for a while, I'm just like, okay, but who is Jess Kent? I don't have that, however, with the other one. 
no love songs. At first, I was like, this is boring, skip. And then I listened to it properly today, and I was like, oh, this is a good song. Yeah. Bass buns might have more like immediacy for some people, but for me, I like the couple. I like the coupling of them. This is beautiful. Rolling up a paper, saving one for later, in case you come through. I know I said no love songs, but part of me is missing it. I could hear Mo singing this. Absolutely. <laughs> and Diplo producing it. <laughs> so, um... A producer on this uh, produced like nearly all of Lauv's stuff. Heaven. So now I I now realize why I love it. I'm excited to see where where Jess Kent goes from here. So if you've got these two songs where you've got this like party banger and then you've yeah. got this gorgeous cute pop song it's at the like same time, she could go wherever. Yeah. Beautiful artwork. But lately it's been different. I think everybody needs to TV that big. Oh, it's so cute. It's so good. Well done, JK. Proud of you. Mm. Good work. Kindest chick in the music biz as well. <laughs> album alert. Album alert. Album alert. Who put out an album, guys? Young Blood. <laughs> you want to give it a go, Grace? Young Blood. Young blood. Like I like Nathan's better. Oh. <laughs> Young blood. Young blood. One more, t- one more time, Nathan. Young blood. <laughs> and one more time, Grace. Young blood. <laughs> no. no, it's not the five seconds of a summer song. It's spelled Y-U-N-G-B-L-U-D. So um, this is a guy that I found like a year and a half ago in a pub in London. A bit more to it than that, but yeah, basically that's what happened. And... He put out a couple of songs and now he's got an album out and he's worked with some cool people on him and they're very poppy and very fun. So this is Medication, which I think is a really gorgeous song. Doctor says that I'm These so songs alone. have really, really poppy production. When I was expecting this really, really rocky vibe, which is what you usually get from... Because he's like a very left-wing political artist. Yeah. When that happens, I expect rock and like punk because that really is a part of uh, that scene in the UK. Like totally. That's what that scene was uh, born out of. It's weird. Weird to hear this. The combination of the pop production with his delivery. Oh, yeah. That's really true. It's like a slightly punkier vamp, which I'm here for. Yeah. Who also put out an album. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing today. Did you Seriously, really? Here's me who hasn't listened to, like, the Carters album or the Drake album, but the Vamps album of Electronic Belters, absolutely I've listened to the whole thing. I forgot to include them. We'll talk about them just after we finish with Young Boy. Okay. His delivery is wild. When I was listening to it in the car on the way here, I was like, it's like... Male Charlie XCX. <laughs> she also like just yells things. He's really Cockney accent sometimes. It's a re- it's he's so northern, but I don't know. He can sing really nicely too. He's just. I'm so happy that we know him. And kids love him. 
This is good. Anthems. It's good. But yeah, you're right. Like, it's way more poppy than I thought it would be. And... I'm really surprised. Yeah. Well done, young blood. Young blood. Should we tack our interview with him on the end of this podcast? Yeah, if you want Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Because I've done um, it. The Vamps put out the day edition of their album Night and Day, which has had the most baffling release I have ever come across. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they've been doing. I haven't been paying attention, but there's been Night and Day, Night Edition, then Night and Day, and now Night and Day, Day Edition. And, like, some of the songs cross over on each of them. I just don't know. It's so weird. But this album is kind of great. <laughs> so this one's with Criss Cross in Amsterdam. It's called Cheap Wine. Criss Cross Amsterdam, who just when you think they're done, they come back. They're back. We love it. So, it's half kind of dancey bangers, like personal and middle of the night and hands and all night. And then it's other, like, kind of really cool songs. That, there's some of them that they've written and produced themselves, right. just the boys. Like this one called Talk Later. So can we talk later? <laughs> then you can tell me what you want. When we ain't faded Oh, this is cute Right now they're smoking our lungs After we're naked When your body said just what it wants. So this is like produced by Bradley <laughs> And another dude Well done, um, the vamps I really like them, they're really cute I yeah. want to give them a hug <laughs> Brad's a good hugger, actually Is Bradley the singer? Yeah <laughs> Yeah, the hot one? Yeah Project U the podcast. Saw you in the crowd tonight. Who's this? This is Sigrid's oh, new single called Schedules, which she's self-described as a smash. I, don't need I love you, it. But it I, I love her. She's my favourite horse girl. <laughs> I love your description of Sigrid as a horse girl. She is a horse girl. My hypothesis was proven true. She posted with a horse on Instagram. <laughs> I don't like artists talking about how busy they are on their songs, but sure. I mean, fine. Um, I'm really excited to hear that live. I cannot wait to see her live again. Yeah. She now that I like her. has such a powerful voice, and I just love how that would fill a room. When I saw her sing Raw live, I was like, holy shit, this is like Adele level. Yeah, that was one of the most ridiculous vocal performances I've ever seen. Like, I literally just stopped. I was just like... I was with you with that, right? Yeah. Our best friend, Xavier Dunn. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this slaps. I don't think it'll be very big, though. No. Hate to say it. They seem to have positioned themselves with this being the song that they're pushing. And I'm like, she doesn't have anything else more interesting. I think it's too good, though. That's the problem. It's too, like, simply good. But they've, they've just kind of tacked it on to the Raw EP. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. Strange. Project U, the podcast. Alessia Cara has put out this really, really cute two and a half minute 
self-penned, self-produced, cute little guitar Now, thing. now, now. Since when is this your kind of thing? I just was like, oh, I guess I'll listen to this Alessia Cara thing yesterday. And I was like, this is lovely. Oh, my God. I mean, you do like at least one kind of real acoustic guitar song a year, and you're probably due for one. Um, it's usually an artist, and we will get to him in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> but I have, in fact, been listening to some songs that could be described as country this week, so that may be why this works for me. But it's just lovely. In her vocal, I was just like, I now understand who Alessia Cara is as an artist, and I love her. Say we'll never get bored. Well, so you love, I'm bored. This is not like... They put out a single, and that went in one ear and out the other. I couldn't tell you anything about it, despite the fact that I know I heard it at least twice. I think it's doing well at Pop Radio as well in the US. It went huge. They instantly added it in insane numbers. Because these are alerts I get emailed to me every week for some reason. (laughs) If your song's doing well at US Pop Radio, I'll know about it. If you're BB Rexa and trying to brag that you're number one most added at pop radio and I see the numbers and, like, it's a real slow week, oh, I know about it. Hey, sis, she was number one at pop radio in Australia for the first quarter of the year, so I'll have you retract your statements. The statement still stands, though. Exactly. <laughs> True. At projectu.tv. I need some water so I can talk at length about these men. <laughs> I was busy thinking about... Here's Nathan's segment where he talks oh, about songs by boys. I'm excited. First boy this week is Milo. M-double-Y-L-O. Uh, he's this guy from the US. Uh, I think Nashville. Nashville. Nashville-based. <laughs> he's put out this song called Be My Baby, which is his first pop single. His first EP is like quite folksy and country. Oh, uh, sounds great. I love it. There's a song called Finger, which is uh, great. Yes, it's a bop, uh, and he's so cute and uh, seems really lovely. In an interview that I read with him, uh, I, he's like one of my new favorites. Like all I've been listening to in the last week has been his EP. <laughs> he is officially my winter artist of this year. Are all these songs on this EP as good as this or of a similar nature? No, absolutely completely different. This is an EP from last year. Oh, sorry, that's that EP and this that, um, sounds like this. Oh. I just Googled what he looks like and he's really cute. Exactly right. He looks like your type, Nathan, but with dark hair instead of blonde. <laughs> I'm sure part of Nathan's type <laughs> is dark hair as well. No, it's usually blonde. It, it is usually. That's why I've made my hair half blonde, half brown. To, to give Nathan <laughs> the option to find you attractive, covered. but like yeah. you don't have we to. Didn't, yeah. We didn't so take covered. the anamorph photo. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Somebody said that um, <laughs> Nick was like the middle anamorph between me, Nick, and Nick's boyfriend, Ed. <laughs> Ed's hair is fully blonde, Nathan's is brunette, and mine's half-half, like a top like deck. Anyway, deck. moving on. This, this duo named Joan has put oh, out... Oh, Joan! 
has put out a really cute EP called Portra. I don't mm. know what that means. Uh, they're really good. They have, like, really soothing and nice music. Joan's um, first single was, like, one of my favourite songs of last year. Love yeah. Somebody Like You is great. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, yeah. They're um, signed to um, Hilly Dilly's label, 20XX. No one has ever sounded more Hilly Dilly. Yeah. Yeah. Joan and Courtship, two of their great signings. Um, what I really like is that this has the exact same rhyme as the other great stop and stare by One Republic. They both rhyme stop and stare and go nowhere. Go nowhere. Yeah. Well, what else would you rhyme stop and stare with? Brush my hair. There's a bear. <laughs> yeah. I don't stop care. and stare. I think I'm looking because there's a bear. Tripped up stare. Tripped up stare. Um, Having uh, a clear. Or you could, in fact, just uh, rhyme Kodak with Kodak nonstop. Do you care? <laughs> that would be good. That would be really good. Yeah, that would be options, deep. guys. Options. Please uh, get us in for some sessions, songwriters. <laughs> I like There's a Bear. <laughs> Walking the Zoruses. Um, and this song that has Is this Seinfeld? <laughs> this song that has grown into an obsession for me is Christopher's Monogamy. So Christopher, I've talked about on this podcast since we started, probably. Um, I've loved him since, like, 2012. Um and the Christopher Columbus. He's from Den... No. Denmark? Yep, Denmark. Christopher Columbus was born in Italy. And then he does this weird, like, falsetto thing in the chorus that I mean. Sounds like a Galantis. It vocal. sounds like that. What's that one? Um, Sweden's Eurovision entry last year. Benjamin Gross or yes. No, what was last year? This year, this I mean, year. this year. Yeah. The the uh, treadmill one. A welcome comparison. And I and it does look like a key change at the end that yeah. I'm just deeply obsessed with. And I'm deeply obsessed with this upcoming moment. One of of the great moments in pitch correction history. At projectu.tv. Grace, something on the TV just reminded me of something that we need to organise. Yes. And that is our special episode where we review the film Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. (gasps) Oh my God, I'm so excited for it. Do I have to be here for that episode? Yes. Yes. I don't want to do it. Yes. Yes. Should we go? Do, we'll go though. to the opening nights. Um, Nick, oh. what are you doing Thursday? <laughs> um, I'm going to be on a flight to Splendor. Disgusting. So oh, it's Splendor this weekend. Yeah, mate. Ah. Finally found a ticket. Thanks, Nina Las Vegas. <laughs> um, okay, last album alert. Album alert. Amy Shark album. <laughs> wow, I love the strawberries and cigarettes intro. <laughs> this is all loved up from Amy Shark. Prod Jack Antonoff. This song is such a strange listen because you often expect to hear Taylor Swift. If if Getaway Car is oh, a yeah. highly played song for you like it is for me, I just keep hearing Getaway Car in this, and then when it's not Taylor, it's weird. Yeah. 
And then the intro is Strawberries and Cigarettes by Troy, uh, which another Jack Antonoff song. And it's very strange, but uh, I still love Jack Antonoff. Wasn't the Amy Shark song on Love, Simon also Jack Antonoff? Yes. But that was really a Julia Michaels song that I believe had Amy Shark on it for political reasons. <laughs> like that maybe... Uh, Julia was contracted to only do the Fifty Shades soundtrack that year and couldn't have a vocal on it. Oh, yeah, maybe. that could happen. That's the only thing I can think of because there's no reason logically for Amy to have done that song. Yeah, that makes sense. When uh, Julia is on it in the movie. Yes. I really like this. Have you listened to the full album, Nick? Yes, I love it. People, well done, Amy. People do really seem to enjoy her. And oh, she's the fucking best. That's why. Well done, Amy. That's the pod. Uh, next episode, we're going to have an album from Ryan Beatty to talk oh. about, which will be great. Um, the greatest single of all time from Sam Blue. Oh, come on. Two days to go, baby. Thursday, get body high by Sam Blue Art and tell day. us you don't think it's good. The same day that Mamma Mia 2 Here We Go Again drops. That's going to be the gayest exactly. day in all of the history of the world. It was meant to be, guys. Um, I'll enjoy Splendor for you. You can follow Splendor if you're not going to be there. Don't have FOMO. Just follow at Project You on Instagram and I might do some stories pending reception. And if you're not going to Splendor, what you can do for the same experience is come down to Nara and see me perform in Mary Poppins the Musical this weekend. Thank you so That's much. That's a chimney sweep. Yes. Yes. Great Beautiful pop. artwork. Great bit of promo there. Yeah, just a little bit of uh, self-plug. Bye, team. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, my, my, my. So, guys. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention an extremely big thing that happened in my life in the past week, which was that I got to interview Troy Savan about the album Bloom, and that interview will be coming, I guess, the day that Bloom comes out. I haven't received an embargo date. I just know we can't do it for a while. I mean, the interview is so specific that... It makes sense yeah. <laughs> to hold it until the album comes out. Let's take our release date chat off air. Coming in August at some point. Yes. Um, but right now... Youngblood. Album's out. Um, he's coming to Australia, like, tomorrow. <laughs> for Splinter in the Grass and some side shows uh, next week in Mel- Sydney and Melbourne, which you should get to because he's one of the coolest live artists in the world. And one of the coolest guys. Hello, Youngblood. Hello, Nicholas. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Oh. Man, I'm fucking crazy. I am absolutely ecstatic. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good, man. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, mate, I can't wait, man. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. You have an album. You made an album. Congratulations. What the hell? I made an album. It's like I'm delivering a child. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm in labor now. I'm screaming. I'm in labor. I'm like, <laughs> Nick, hold my hand, hold my hand. I'm holding your hand, doll. I'm holding your hand. And you're doing it without drugs as well. You're going like the full childbirth experience, no epidural. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I love you. Um, I think Medication's my favourite song. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's mine as well. I'm so proud of that song, I think. I just think it's, for me, man, it just 
kind of bridges the gaps of all my favourite genres of music and has a really important message, you know? That's exactly why I think I like it too, dude, because, it, yeah, like knowing you from, from the very early days and what you wanted to achieve with this stuff and then hearing, you know, the, the thrashing, the, the message being so clear-cut and so well, well said on it, um, but also putting those elements of pop that can make people access it a little bit easier. Am I right in thinking that's kind of what you have aimed to do throughout this album? Album. Yeah, 100%, man. I want it to I want it to be stuck in people's heads so they can't get it out and then they figure out what it's about and go, oh my God, man, I, re- I resonate with that. I relate to it. I get it. You know what I mean? Totally. And um, the other favourite song of mine is Doctor Doctor. So I think there's something going on that the two things that are related to medicine and health are my two favourites. Yeah, innit? Where are you at the moment? You, you're What stage of the walk I'm, tour? I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. A very hot, very humid St. Louis, Missouri. Is this your first time in St. Louis, Missouri? It is the very first time in, the entire, in my entire life, and I do love it. It's been red hot. And it's been crazy, man. Like, just to have a couple hundred people at the, at the show today screaming the songs. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? What time of the day are you playing at Warped? Um, I played at six today, but the set times change every day. That's good. I like that. It gives you, like, different audiences every day. Yeah. So do I. It's amazing, man. It's great. We played on like a sun when the sun was going down today, which is incredible. And then tomorrow we might be on it. We might be on at midday or we might be on at nine o'clock. It's sick. I want to talk about the the sessions that you had for this album because I know a lot of it was with Martin. Um, but tell me about like the people you met along the way, the the co-writers you had on some of these songs. It was such a good process, man. Because I did I wrote like Doctor Doctor Die for the Eye Medication in New York with a guy called Dave Cat. Who did all like the like the good Charlotte stuff like in the early days, and and he kind of was such a he's such a big trap music fan, and and it, and he kind of he kind of made me understand it and made me fall in love so deeply with with modern hip hop and trap. You know, what I mean, I think people are scared to 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 accept it because they don't understand it, but once you understand it and, and fall in love with it, it's just amazing. And I love those sessions in New York, man. That's why I think the songs are so uplifting. You know what I mean? It's got that positivity and that energy of New York City. And then working in my smoky basement with my main man, Matty uh, Schwartz, was insane. And then Martin Tereffi as well. Yeah, what, 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 what a team, man. I was so lucky, man. I love it. And at the end of the day, man, they're just producers who allow me to just be myself and, and, and let me let me kind of run with my project. You know what I mean? They don't want to change anything, which is, I'm so lucky, you know, that's the best. Totally. I know you said Medication is like your fa- probably your favourite song, but was there a favourite day of recording this album that you can recall for me? Yeah, I think so. And I remember recording Psychotic Kids in LA with Matty, and we, 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 we basically recorded the song in five different genres all the way through, and it just wasn't working. I remember getting really pissed off, but then I just like, had a joint, had a spliff and then a can of Coke, and just said, why don't we just put them all together? And he looked at me like a nutcase, and then we just we just chopped them all together in different sections, and we made a song with five different genres, and it fucking worked. I was like, what the hell? That's the beauty of Youngblood. Hell yeah, man. Break the fucking rules. <laughs> I love that. A spliff and a can of Coke. Hey, a spliff, a can of Coke, and breaking some rules. Let's go. That's that, the- is the, that is the juxtaposition of Youngblood, in it? Because the spliff would send me down, and the can of Coke would send me up. So I'm just kind of a fucking... 
happy medium of juxtaposition. I love it. <laughs> That's exactly what you are. That's what I've always thought of you as being. You're a calm, kind, giving, warm person, but you're also a nutcase. And so those two things come together. Exactly. Um, and Australia is like weeks away now, bro. This is going to be crazy. Oh, my God. I can't, I, man, I, can't, I can't wait to be back, man. I love, like, I'm just so excited to be back again. I fucking love us. Like you guys are so quick, quick to like accept me and 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 look and like like my music. So like you always, I'll always like Australia. Will always have a big special place in my heart, but I love it. I can't wait to be back. It was so good. Obviously, you know, last time doing the the shows with um, you know more industry and and media there, but this time it's going to be a room full because I think it's about to sell out of actual fans who yeah. have heard your music on Triple J or yeah. found it on the internet and are actually properly into you. This is a really cool feeling, right? Yeah, man, I can't believe it. Like, he jokes, like, the furthest away I've ever been from my mum, I'm selling tickets. I can't fucking believe it. It's crazy. And, and the shows, like, it was hard because obviously some of the shows were 18 plus and a lot of the fans are still uh, are young as well. Like, the fan base goes from kind of, like, 14 upwards. But, like, say, like, we're selling tickets, it's just in Australia, it's just mental. And I'm going to be doing meet and greets for the younger fans as well because I want to connect to them as well, you know what I mean? It's my favourite thing to speak to everybody, you know? It's the best. Um, has anyone given you any advice about Splendour? Um, go mental and put on the best show of your life. But apparently it's one of the best festivals in the world. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, go mental, have the best time of your life, but, but take wellies with you because it gets really muddy sometimes. Glastonbury Park too, baby. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> obviously I'm so so proud of you, and I can't wait to give you a big hug in a couple of weeks and and say a proper congratulations. Oh, man, I can't wait to see you. Nick Kelly, you're the man. <laughs> it's gonna Nick be Kelly's the man. It's gonna be very fun, man. I'm really we proud of you. you. I'm so excited. This is gonna come out, and I hope the rest of Warped is amazing. And I will see you at Splendor. Okay. I can't bloody wait. Love you. Love, Love you, you too. Bye, Dom. Bye, Nick. Love you, mate. Love bye, you. Dude. Bye. bye. Tweet along with hashtag Project, Project U Podcast. U Podcast.